0: I'm Nels Anderson, and I'm Jesse Turner, and welcome to Terminal Seven. Jesse, hey. hey there, Nels. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. It's 2016. The future. We march one step closer to our inevitable cyberpunk future. That's right. How was how was the holiday treating you, Nels? A little bad. Yeah. Keep, I I'm, haven't haven't got it yet, but I'm working on getting my wife to uh, let me put a, a RFID implant in my body. Cool, cool. So that's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe by Christmas next year, <laughs> God willing. <laughs> How about you? Uh,
1: good, good, good. Yeah, but um, I'm a little bit worried, Nels.
0: Oh, because, are you?
1: Because I I I heard that the uh the NAPD
0: is on in full force. Oh man, now. Yeah, apparently 2016 is a year of changes. <laughs> That's right. We start start right at the beginning. They got this list. They got this, this 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 list of things we we can't do or are so illegal it's a little bit trickier to use them. Oh, yes, the most wanted. Yeah. Um. Yeah, folks hadn't heard about it, and I don't know how you could be into this game and somehow have not heard about it. But there is now um, an addendum, sure. I guess, an additional constraint to tournament deck building. Now, important as to note is that this is only applies to like official FFG tiered tournament events. Yeah. So if someone's just running like a random thing with some whatever, they're like local pub meetup, who knows? This is specifically this constraint is only for official tournament play. Yeah, I do. I do have a feeling that a
1: lot of people uh kind of bring a lot of those rulings into their regular. Place. They
0: probably do. Yeah,
1: which is fine. So just at the beginning of the game, just mention, be like, hey, yeah. this uh this is running the uh, most, most wanted, wanted list. Most wanted list. So yeah. I I adjusted my influence accordingly. Yes. So Nels, what did uh this uh this clampdown of you know the popo <laughs> of, uh, of the police? What what is this actually uh? happened. And how did FFG handle this?
0: Yeah, so what happened is there are now 10? I think it's 10. It's about 10. Somewhere between 10 and a dozen. We'll walk through them in a little bit. Yeah. But they're basically a certain number of cards, about half runner, half corp, that are, um, have seen quite a lot of play. A lot of uh, very good play. That's right. Let's put it that way. These things are, are a bit, um, quite potent. And so, what has been done is anytime you want to include one of these cards in your deck it effectively uses up one point of influence even if it's already in faction that's correct um it doesn't technically do that in that like it lowers your influence amount by one which basically just means the Professor isn't hit by any of this. Yeah, what was it? I think,
1: I think you mentioned it online. Was a uh, 2016, You're the Professor. Yeah, 2016, <laughs> You're the Professor. You're the Professor. Um,
0: <laughs> aside from that, it basically is saying all these cards cost an extra point of influence. So yeah. if you're taking it in faction... They cost one, and yep. if you're taking it out of faction, it costs one more, which than it normally which would. Which does change a few
1: decks for sure. Yeah, um, I also realized how weak of a player I am because the amount of cards that I'm using in this list isn't very high. <laughs> like, oh, I should have used those when I had the chance. That's right. <laughs> cool. um, so, 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 let's see what the uh, let's let's start runner side. Yeah. And, and 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 what what I kind of like is flavor wise, it's like it's almost like using these things became even more. Um, illegal or yeah. more right problematic to get your hands on. Yeah, that's yeah. why the influence cost is up. Yes. and so you know, love it or l- love the changes or hate the
0: changes, it's still a pretty interesting it's, way of doing it's it. It's thematic, yeah. yeah thematic. I mean, at a high level, like they're not small changes, right? It isn't like oh, we'll like do a small bit of errata for this one card and see what happens. It's like it's kind of like a big. A bold big stick. Yeah. change that's that's true yeah. which i think is like as far as the game is concerned a lot more interesting than like a little tiny micro tweak here or yeah. there um and obviously this is kind of remission of like banned lists or restricted lists that have certainly been in place in other card games other card games sure. fantasy flights or otherwise um yeah. But, but yeah but all- you, see, you see that's
1: that's kind of cool it's like oh in magic uh all the magicians uh forgot how to use this this dragon Right, like 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 the dragon, you know, flew south for the winter or something. Yeah. So so we can't <laughs> use them. But here it's kind of you know like the cops are out in full force. Yeah. And they're and then they're they're restricting your. Yeah, There's just kind of a crackdown. Down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Big yeah. crackdown. Cool. Um, so over on the runner side, it is six cards. Yeah. Uh, they are, cerebrus lady. Yeah. One. Mm-hmm. Clone ship. Yep. Desperado. Parasite. Prepaid voice pad and Yog Point O. Yeah. So this are these
1: are both the cards that mean you sing every time we play. That's true. I always oh, sing man. Lady by Sticks, and you always sing Desperado by The Eagles. The Eagles. <laughs> the, the Eagles. Yes. So let's start with um uh Cerebus Lady H1 from the Lunar Cycle, card number ninety-nine. This card is um I'm
0: I'm kinda happy about this because this card crushes barriers. Yeah, I mean I think that was kind of the reason why they did it is that like obviously of the three cerebrus breakers, like there's ca- there, there's two other cerebrus. Yeah, breakers. Correct. Yeah. You'll occasionally see Rex. Rex. because yep, The code gate slammer. Criminals will do like the Rex passport combo. Yep. Um, you don't see Kujo very much. No. For <laughs> little Kujo. I mean, granted, now that Assassin is freaking everywhere, sure, might not be a bad idea. You'll probably grab Kujo. Maybe yeah. if you're an anarch- Um but of course, like Lady is Ladies. without question the one that was played the most. Yep. Uh which is a little bit tricky in that you know the shaper strength is really supposed to be in decoders. Yes, right?
1: and now, now now they're also running pretty much on par corroder barrierness. Yeah, easily. Easily. Uh,
0: I mean, you know the 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 constraint with all of the. Uh, Cerberus Breakers, is that, oh, well, instead of u- using credits to break them, you use power counters, and they have a limited number of these power counters, and thus they'll run out of juice eventually, which definitely is the case with Rex and Cujo, right? Because, yep. like, criminals just don't have very much recursion at all. is tricky recursion. Yeah, and they generally want to use their recursion on other stuff. That's true. Right. They don't really want to use it on their killer. That's correct. Shapers just have (laughs) recursion forever. Right. We we, we, we can, like, pull an old card.
1: We can scavenge this thing. Oh, yeah. So,
0: the most efficient barrier breaker in the game, bar none, uh, in the faction that can just keep resetting it forever with test runs and scavenges and clone ships and blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, right. I see why that was... Kind of nuts. Yeah. So what? What? <laughs> what, what?
1: What? I kind of like to think is barriers. Wayland. Wayland has all the money. Wayland uh, put it out there. Approached the police department. Said, hey, "Oh man. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely. Uh, we have some problems here. Right. Our, our security's compromised. The people's security's compromised. All these hackers <laughs> running around with this crazy program. I think we need to. That's right. Crack down on it. A oh little man,
0: bit. totally. I love it. Um. Yeah. So like. It's a, it's a little bit of a bummer, and this is kind of how I feel about the change in general, like, for some of the influence-constrained runners already. Sure. In, um, in, in Shaper, in yeah. fact, right? So, like, Kit kind of... It's like, she's pretty bummed out about that. <laughs> I th- I think Kit's having a problem with this whole clampdown, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. I mean, like... The other things don't really hit her that much. Like, ladies, sure, I guess, but, like, eh, maybe you're just going to go with... You're just going to pull in Corroder. It's only two influence. And bring, you're sh- your shaper, you can you can tutor it. Bring in that battering ram, guys. Yeah. Wicked art. Good old on. B-ram. Good old B-ram. Um, B-ram. for days. Or, you know, you just run Inti, and then you just you just get rid of all the ice that's past just the first one that you're turning into a code gate every turn anyway. Yeah, sure. So it's not actually that bad. Um, and secondarily but not similar. Another Shaper card, Mm -hmm. Clone Chip. Now, Clone Chip, this is going to hurt, I think, a lot of people. Yes. Because Clone Chip is a crazy card. Yeah. So this is the one that definitely, Anarchs are the saddest about this the most, for sure. Oh,
1: actually, let's let's roll back. Um, Lady is two influence or three influence? Lady is two? I think two. I think two. Okay, yeah. cool. Although
0: you almost never, ever, ever see it saw a Lady played outside of faction, right? Because Anarchs, Anarchs in... have Corroder, yep. and criminals would rather have Corroder, because <laughs> they don't that's have any it. recursion, cool. right? So it's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, that one just hits Shapers, so shapers basically. Like, ever. Clone chip, on the other hand,
1: costs two influence, which is already pretty hefty, yep. especially
0: if you're running three, because you know you want to run three out yep. of red or something. Yep. So now Anarchs are paying three per clone chip. Three per clone chip, yeah. Which really, isn't that crazy? No, it's it, the
1: the the power of this card. Uh, it's one to install. Yep. Uh, it's got instant recursion, instant speed. Yep. It's a really strong card. Clone chips are just getting harder to find. You know. Yeah,
0: they've all been uh, they all been bought up. Yeah, they all bought, bought up, up and sunk into the
1: ocean. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like a gold vein, right? Like you can't make more gold <laughs> That's once right. you once you tap it out. The clone chips are already all in the uh, all in the space, so it's getting a little bit trickier to get a hold of them. No. This now, I uh. Typically, I run Clone Chips and you run Clone Chips and out, out of Anarch. Yeah. Anarch loves getting their their, their their violent little hands on them. Yep. Because Anarch loves recursion, and this is super recursion. This yeah. is like, this is street peddler recursion. This yes. is middle of the run, pulling that David out of nowhere. Get, yep.
0: get through that curtain wall. Well, I mean, that is, I think, part of the reason why... It's interesting that, and we'll get to Parasite in a minute, that Parasite also ended up on this list because the stuff that was the most bonkers with Clone Chips <laughs> was, you know, bringing Lady back for forever, over and over again. Yep. Um, having the ability to just keep pulling back Davids as much as you want, forever. <laughs> oh, you mean the one David you splashed yeah. in Shaper? Yeah, you're going to see it about four times. Correct. Um, or uh, bringing Parasites back over and over and over again, right? Right. right. Um, that was some of the... That was the stuff that was, like, the most... That made Clone Ship probably just a a little bit more crazy than people were expecting.
1: Yeah, and so this power just bled onto so many cards. It, yeah. got, it got hit with a hammer as opposed to, you know, nerfing six other cards right. or something like that. Yeah. The root, then, the, the, the root of the problem was the clone ship's power of recursion. So, so Shaper yeah. gets hit again yep. by our by our yeah. hardworking officers. So that, that of is
0: the- going to be a little bit trickier, I think. Um I mean... It's not, like, Shapers, they just as much have Test Run, right? Like, it's not that huge of a deal, but the whole mid-run can install a thing um, is, like, that. that is the bit that you're going to miss. But great, I mean, like, it's not like these cards, it's like, oh, I think a lot of, not a lot of people, but some people are treating it as if, like, oh, once a card is on this list, that means you can't ever play it. And it's like... You just got to be more creative with it. Yeah, you just have to be like, okay, well, if I'm going to pay the price for this... What can I? Ne- okay, well, where where I'm gonna I'm gonna lo- be losing some influence. Thus, where can I make up? Where can I make up that influence instead? Yeah. Right? How, maybe yeah. I maybe I do end up running battering ram instead of pulling in corroder. You so ram- so oh, I so I have the space for all three clone ships. Shaper,
1: sure. Right. Also look it at it. Also look at it this way. Yeah, for the same yeah. amount of influence, you're saving a deck a uh, deck space. <laughs> right
0: like there really oh <laughs> there you go guys yeah, come on tight lean, lean up those decks yeah before you know it was three cards for six influence now it's two cards for six influence That's so really th- throw that discount
1: th- throw that stim hack <laughs> in there come on <laughs> Cool. So, so, so Criminal got hit with one card. Just one. And that is probably... Pr- this is, I think, my favorite change, because now we're going to see actual other consoles being used at a Criminal. I mean, maybe. And this, of course, is Desperado. Yep. The, 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 you know, pretty much the HB core set of criminal consoles, yes, right? That's correct. This, th- this card, Desperado, makes... And uh, what, what's great is newer players see Desperado and they're like, that doesn't seem important. And then when the gears start turning and you start realizing, yeah.
0: holy cow, yeah, it's like this is called Netrunner, per-
1: and all I do is run, and this pays me to run.
0: Yeah, it's like one credit per run. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't seem like... I can i can about click and get two from Armitage. It doesn't seem like that much. N- incorrect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember
1: playing uh, one of my first games when Gabe... Santiago gets the desperado out and scores three credits for hitting HQ yep if you actually saw that happen it'd be like a dirty laundry every
0: turn yeah for free so this
1: card got hit desperado got hit we did yep. see desperado out of faction a, a, few a, times, bit. a bit yeah not... like
0: I I definitely pulled two copies into my Valencia deck sure uh d- we'll not be doing that and... as much I don't think <laughs> you know, see a
1: six influence <laughs> yep to get that uh, the the sweet spot of two consoles oh no it's
0: eight that's because right. Desperado printed is three, oh but my God. pulling Desperado out of faction is effectively four now. That's
1: the thing. I play with. I play so little with Desperado, I don't yeah. even know the influence costs. Yeah,
0: so it'll be interesting to see if this kind of encourages... Like, I've always actually been a huge fan of Logos. Sure. Um, so, I
1: I love my boxy, because I like frying my brain and not, not really right. caring. So.
0: Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if this kind of encourages people to maybe give a second look to... All the all, all the all
1: the interest or like someone's like pulls out a black watch or whatever like man oh man blackguard yeah blackguard sorry thank you
0: yeah it'll be yeah um, maybe 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 blackguard's time has finally come blackguard good old blackguard
1: <laughs> so now let's go to the reds because yep. red has a lot of power we saw a lot of uh, anarchs in worlds of course all uh, of the tournaments those anarchs are, are in there so what's yep. the first thing they hit. Uh Parasite. Good old Parasite. Good old Parasite. It makes sense, because this is this, this, this program is so good, it should be illegal. Like, it, <laughs> it actually screws up the,
0: the, the, the strength of the corp, which is the permanence. Res once, relax, yeah. you know? I mean, the thing that, that Parasite also does is that it really, like, Im- impinges on the design space of low-strength ice. Yes. Right? Because that, like, generally, that's the big lever you have for balancing ice. It's like, oh, it can be high-strength, but very expensive and have only a few subs or it can have a lot of subs, but be low strength and be kind of moderately priced or whatever. And, and and that that's what's so fun about being the corp is making these decisions. Like, yeah. Oh cool. Yeah, but... but when you have to look and be like, Oh, Dice Dice to parasite, Dice yep. to parasite. Yeah. It's like, well, why should I ever, it's like either I just run all the zero or one, you know, low strength ice. Cause I know, cause if it gets eaten up to parasite, I don't care. Or I just never do those ever. Yeah. Um, So the fact that now people might be a little less reluctant. I mean, it's so good. It might be a bit hard to make a case for not doing it in Anarch, right? But for the other factions, at least where you know you'd see two splashed in like a crazy Faust Gabe setup, or in Shaper they just keep recurring it forever. They have like one parasite, one
1: David, and they pretty much have the the best rig. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Um, so that might be, so it'll be interesting to see if that, you, you, you can perhaps confidently run low strength ice a little bit more often and not just feel like it's going to melt the turn after it gets rezzed. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Yeah. Also, uh, I guess,
1: I guess the order's a little bit, a little bit funky, but we do have a neutral card. Yes. It's almost like, uh, I guess when they, when they made all these prepaid voice pads, they 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 didn't really know what they're getting into. <laughs> because it turns out a runner can get their hands on one of these things and really accelerate their game like crazy yep. and hurt our hurt our poor yep. corporations. Yeah,
0: so this is definitely so this this is this is the other thing where it is like kind of a bummer. Um where obviously the prepaid voice pad thing was aimed almost exclusively at, at Kate? prepaid Kate. Yeah. Uh but the the little bit of a bummer is that, well, there's actually a not bad setup for using this maybe in like anarch with Valencia because you have like a bunch of you know two to three cost events which when you can get get them to all basically be for free are actually quite nice right you know when your retrieval runs cost one or zero oh man that's actually really good etc etc mm. um that becomes a bit harder to really make the case for doing that versus just like finding econ in other cards sure um but also maybe this means that for criminals it's public, public Terminal. Public yeah. yeah. There you go. There you <laughs> go.
1: Use them on run events. Public Terminal is a cheaper, uh, prepaid oh, voice pad, yeah. but a more targeted one. Yep. Yeah.
0: But if you're Ken,
1: you don't give a shit. Yeah. So you're going to be just running run events anyways. Yes.
0: Yeah. Run for days. That's right. Um. So if but that one is like basically it's like oh that's that's just for Kate
1: <laughs> uh, yeah prepaid Kate's a little bit too That yeah, basically that Yeah, Kate, Kate Kate, checks on Amazon and she's like what look at the
0: prices of these yeah, correct. prepaid voice pads <laughs> <laughs> Um, and finally a, a, th- a throwback to the olden times oh yes the Ye olden times but for kind of a similar reason to Parasite mm-hmm. uh, we got Yog.0. Oh. yeah cause Yog was a one influence CodeGate crusher yep
1: a small strength codegate, of course yep but uh, again, game with cards like data sucker and things like that yogg was a uh, oh how many subs does this code
0: gate have it doesn't matter oh anymore. your irs with your 30 bad pub it doesn't matter i'm just <laughs> through it
1: no problem with my yogg point 0
0: yeah so it much like parasite just kind of generally impinging on the ability of low strength eyes to be cool and interesting this kind of yogg sort of did the same thing for low strength code gates yep um where it's like why run enigma when you can just run Quandary because it was almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy in the sense where it's like, oh, if, you know, there was some really rad, like, four sub one strength cogate that got printed, everyone would just go, oh, I'll just run Yog.
1: Yeah. You right? all, yeah, well, we need to run Yog because this yeah. card
0: exists. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, well, I guess that's, not, so he, I'm he, back to Quandary. That's
1: right. Because Yog is a pretty, pretty awesome. And I, I actually remember running just three Quandaries just so that they would play a Yogg. And that's my those are my only code gates yeah I would like try to bait out playing this five cost card which yeah. is, and huge... is
0: and that is worthless after that Yeah. yeah so that was definitely the it was similarly impinging um you know, and obviously that was tried to be addressed with good old Lotus field right yep and Lotus field was definitely kind of kind of Put its foot on Yogg's face for a little bit, sure. But then people are like, oh, I can just install Atman, at Atman four. At-
1: Atman four, like it's <laughs> st- like four, f. F- four strength was the strength that and everyone was like, kind of you know ignored for a while. Then all of a sudden, Atman's like, oh, I can just uh, Atman, okay.
0: Yep, I'll just go okay, through Yogg, your entire Yogg, deck. Yogg, Atman four, and David. Yep. I have everything forever, and you're just God damn yep. it.
1: So the runners, the runners, uh, runners still have plenty. Of options. Yeah. We like these are only six, There's only six cards.
0: Yeah. So it, it feels like, in terms of like the big archetypes that are going to kind of feel the pinch from this the most, it's prepaid Kate for sure. Sure. Um, I, I think Kit's, Kit got kind of. Yeah, but like, I, I think the best she's I think is pretty adaptable, right? In that, like, kind of the best kit setup it feels like is just a stealth one, sure. And you don't really need clone ship or lady for stealth. That's true. Yep. In kit, so it's like eh, not that big of a La- deal.
1: Lady just solved your 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 barrier problem. Yeah, with no influence we yeah. used to, and now you're gonna have to be a little bit more creative. Into your
0: corroder or battery or B ram, B-ram, no yeah. problem. But not uh, that bad. And uh, prepaid uh, Kate. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, we, prepaid we, we Kate for sure. Noise because those. Those clone chips and those parasites was <laughs> your noise deck. Oh <laughs> crap! <laughs> yeah, um, um,
1: like that reg uh, spags reg rig wizard kind of gets a little bit kicked around only because yeah! of the clone
0: chips. Only because really. the clone chips. I mean, like I think you can go from three to two, and and, not...
1: and, and save that deck slot. Yeah, get get that extra stim hack and you in put there. Put something cool in there. Instead. Something cool in there. I don't
0: think it's that bad. Like I've got, I've been mucking around with an Edward Kim deck kind of recently. Cool. And I was just like, oh, I can just go from three clone chips to two and. Not much else changes. Cool. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so so, so uh, I don't think the sky is really falling. No. Um, the cops did crack down a bit, but the runners will always run, and yeah. there's always
1: things to do. Yes.
0: Oh, Um. and while we're still talking about runner stuff, there was like an actual just straight up piece of errata that was in a separate, because the FAQ document was also updated, and there was uh, errata that uh, Wireless Net Pavilion is now unique. Oh. Yes. Great. So that's not part of this like... Most wanted thing at all. It's just like, that's just like, we forgot to put the really innocuous little tiny dot in front of the uh, well, I mean, it was that in playtesting, um, wireless net pavilion was unique for a really long time, yep, and it got kind of changed at the last minute. Um, maybe not in the best way, (laughs) sure, because uh, having a bunch of wireless net pavilions out is uh kind of hell yes and then dlr and then fall guy and then everyone is sad and then someone goes and plays conquest or whatever yeah correct or, do, or, 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 <laughs> or do, doom Doomtown. Doomtown or something <laughs> yes yeah so that's just like a straight up sure. piece of that that has just changed now and i assume future printings of that card will we'll see the dot get the, mark we'll see the dot um cool. it's like eh, whatever that's fine it seemed like that was that was probably the 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 the, the yeah that changing that d- thing at the last minute was not it, the exact design intent. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So to, n- to make sure that they uh, that the world's a fair place. That's right. Looks like
1: uh, the corpse got a little bit of a squeeze. That's true. Put on them too. So what kind of things happened to the corporation,
0: Those. They got the squeeziest squeeze. Of what? Uh, so the hilarious thing is if you look at this list, it's like, oh, right, it's those cards that I see Every everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the first one mm-hmm. was... Architect. Architect
1: and I got to say it's the card is just so powerful now yeah. like really it it I think it needed this
0: yeah I mean I, mostly like, I because know, like it was so potent in so many different types of decks like sure. in HB it's great outside of HB it's still really good yep um but the thing I think that makes it the craziest is that it cannot be trashed it can't Ever. It can't die. Yes. So even if, if if that's
1: the only way you're getting things, this thing's still firing. Yep. And I know, and I know it's like, oh, but the mimic thing. But this thing only needs to fire once, and if it's a lucky fire or a, a strong fire, good placement, but done by a good player, that yep. could be the game. Yeah. Exactly. Ice firing once. Yep. It, you, do you do you think if it couldn't be trashed, it'd be in bound, more balanced card? This is kind of a segue. Like, crazy, I, but... I
0: think, I think, yeah, if that, if if it could be trashed, it probably wouldn't be on this list. But I think it's also impossible, given like the crazy oh, you can, like, if you could... It feels like the main reason why that It Cannot Be trashed thing is there is that you... So you don't have to deal with just madness if you were using its subs to install over it. Yeah. Because then it's like, well, would you then have to encounter that new sure. piece of... Buy, is the, so it feels like that was just kind of like, oh, well, to simplify all that garbage, It will just, just say stays it can't there. be trashed. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, except... Right. Right. That's,
1: that that's like, crazy permanence. Yes. Like,
0: so it's like, if the cards had maybe... Architect cannot be trashed by installing other ice, right. but it can still be trashed with like you know parasite or forked or whatever, and maybe it would be fine, right? Um, but yeah, I think its inclusion on here is not that crazy,
1: right? So so now we're looking at three influence out of faction, yep, and one influence, which is gonna mess around a little bit with uh, some of the higher up HB decks, yeah. Because they're they're running pretty close. Uh, they have to make a lot of important decisions on their influence. It's true spending. And our, now, our, our buddies from NBN. Yep. They, uh, writing on the moon is kind of a faux pas. I it, guess. It, it's, it's
0: become perhaps a bit gauche. <laughs>
1: it's a bit gauche to write on the a moon. A bit gauche. <laughs> and of course, we've ta- we're talking about Astroscript Pilot Program. Yep. Yeah. We're looking at a card, um, that, that was, that, that's always been the strongest card. Yeah. Uh, but the strongest agenda, really. Yes. A uh, 3 2 and with a crazy ability. Yeah.
0: So the fact that, like, I mean, obviously it's still really good. Yep. It's just, if you want it, you're paying three of your influence for it, which doesn't seem that crazy to me. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, and I mean, we'll probably talk about this a bit right at the end, but given that so many of these cards on this list are actually from the core set, like most of them are, it feels like some of those things were like, you know, initially when they were figuring out like... The game, it's like, oh, this this seems okay.
1: Like um, testing the water, maybe, yeah, get, and, and, maybe, and
0: probably was when you were only playing with the core set, right? Yeah. But as an increasing amount of stuff is kind of rolled out, it's like Astro Script yeah. just kept getting better and better and better. Yep. Yeah. And the change. kind of thing where it's like, yeah, it probably should have either been a four two, or like limit one per deck. Yeah, limit one sure. Well, <laughs> yeah,
1: and and it's cool because I think a lot of this is like this. Uh, these the these, these corp nerfs are kind of like. These corp influence changes are kind of like a they're 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 taking away some of the acceleration of the game yeah. and making it so the games are gonna be like better overall. Yeah. I think like yeah. who who has just played and the game ends in like nine turns because the astro train happened yep. and that's like okay. Like I didn't I didn't learn anything that game. You you just lucked into three yeah. of the strongest agendas yep. and. Uh, So, I'm a little bit okay with this. Yeah. What I do love is this is the only one that only targets NBN
0: because no one else else was using it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, However, next piece of ice. Right. (laughs) The piece of ice that everyone uses. Yes. Eli. Eli 1.0. 1.0. So. Perhaps the most ubiquitous barrier. Sure.
1: <laughs> it's like, like, okay, we're looking at cost. We're looking at three cost, four strength barrier with two subs.
0: Yep. And I know you can click through them, but you want to slow down that runner. Exactly. Holy it's cow. the kind of thing where it's like, oh, it, yeah, sure. If you're spending one click for a run and then two clicks to break the subs. it turn's kind of over. For one... Pull on R and D or HQ. Yeah, not a very good
1: exchange. It, it it kept it kept HB, who's already really strong, super safe, super early. Yeah, so they can just get in and do other things. So Eli be it, so Eli became a little
0: bit uh of a illegal yes. Ill, illegal to use. Yep. Um, and then next again, <laughs> ubiquity. Good old NAPD contract, right? So effectively, what all this is, the, effectively what this because it's a neutral agenda It's just saying it's like, oh, imagine it had one one dot, one dot on it. That's correct. Maybe folks wanted to go home; they could like grab a sharpie and just fill. Yeah. I guess the dots uh, are white kind of A paint, uh, uh,
1: paint marker, yeah, or weird white
0: paint marker, and just put in one there, and then it'll be that. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it seems fine. I mean, it was probably the fact that, um, like it was printed during spin cycle. Yep. And you know, the reason, like the the constraint on NAPD contract is that it gets one agenda advancement counter more to score for every point of bad pub right. the corporation has. But aside from game with Valencia, or which, again, that's still Valencia's second power, yeah, <laughs> That almost never happens, right? So it's kind of like because despite all the cards in Spin Cycle that gave Bad Pub or whatever, it still probably did not become quite as prevalent.
1: Yeah, so it just became more expected. So it just became or, a really strong defensive yeah, agenda.
0: Yeah, or in the decks that knew they were going to be taking Bad Pub, they just said, "Well, okay, I just won't take NAPD co- NAPD contract." Right. So it's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, this sort of am I going to have Bad Pub or not? Deck building decision was entirely on the corporation, so it's like either, okay, I'll have a deck that will maybe acquire some bad pub, so I'm just not going to run an APD contract. Right. Or they don't, and then they run an they run APD contract. A super right? strong like defense. Like, the runner level. still only yeah. has three ways, period, to put bad pub on the corporation. Yeah. Like, playing Valencia, <laughs> right. frame job, frame job, or activist support. Yeah. But you have to do all those weird shenanigans, uh, weird shenanigans. to keep activist support from being trashed. Yep. So given that it's kind of like, well, the the will will NAPD contracts downside actually come into play was just entirely a dis- deck building decision the corp made. Yeah, yeah. Um, which feels like okay, that didn't quite limit the thing. It did I mean uh, of all of them, this one feels like, eh, I guess um, I I don't I still don't think it's bad because it's kind of like because that was just kind of like the I need six agenda points. Might As well, put in an A P D contract. Right. So it's like okay. Well, in that regard, it's not. It's not bad. True. But, so it, it's kind of cool in that it may encourage people to seek out those six agenda points elsewhere. Yeah. But in terms of like yeah, yeah like you know, let's there's there's a lot of great four twos we always
1: or yeah. interesting four twos that no one ever puts in because of cards like yeah NAPD. exactly. So yeah, now think, we're gonna see some interesting uh you know hey hey hey, hey can I read that card because yeah. I've never seen that agenda before and it's like doing something really interesting yeah with the, with the game right now yeah
0: so I think in that regard it's cool um yeah. but you know. With Film Critic and, like, Four Creds, eh, it's not... It, it feels like this one was more, like, just need to jostle people out of their comfort zone more than, like, yeah. oh, actually, this one was maybe too potent or whatever.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I This was a mix-up. A lot of these cards are kind of a mix-up, because now you're going to see some more Yeah. More creative ways of uh, accomplishing yep. these kind of things. And then,
0: finally, yep. another card for Fast Advance. Yep. Sansan San City Grid.
1: That's right. The Sansan San City Grid... Uh, I remember when I first started playing this game. I'm like, man, this is expensive. Yeah, what a crazy card! I don't even know. It. But yeah, it's like, is that
0: worth it? It's so much money. Six, six credits. Know. But yeah.
1: holy cow, that card. Yeah, Once Oh, score? Never mind. You just chain, <laughs> chain score. And this is another thing about hurting acceleration. Yeah, uh, I like to think like you know, mom, um, you know, we need we need more quality agendas corporations, so quit quit rushing through them. Right. Don't just don't just write on the moon three times and call it a day. Yeah. Right? Like you're... and then
0: and then write and then broadcast a news story about how you love writing on the moon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So so we looked something we did here and we did see Sansan out of faction, of course. Yeah, a
0: little bit like sometimes because HB has so many three twos sure that sometimes they'd imported. That was largely, I think, where it got imported. Yeah. Like occasionally there was a weird IG thing Yep. That you'd bring in Sansan. But I mean, that didn't happen very much and will probably just happen less now. I mean that like the big thing with Sansan, it feels like, is that yes, it is very potent, but the other annoying thing about it is that it's so expensive to trash. Yep. Which yeah. is like makes sense mechanically in that like it's kind of an interesting, you know, decision to make for the runner, right? Because it's like, oh god, I only have six credits. If I spend five to trash that thing now, it's unresed. I'm gonna be behind. Like it's gonna take a long time for me to recover from that, and it cost the corporation nothing. In fact, if they're playing Neh, they got a card draw just from installing the damn thing. Yep. So it feels like because if it if it was anything less than five, it would just be just blow it up immediately, right? Right. Which makes it a way less interesting card. Yep. Um. Also, less useful because then you still need to put it in and protect it. So it's kind of like the trash cost made it that was its protection Mm -hmm. in a way that it felt like it kind of needed to be, which is cool. Um. But the the other part of it is that like, oh, except you put that you put it in front of a toll booth, once you actually res that thing, you just like vomit agendas <laughs> through it and then the game's over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's kinda yeah, like, yeah. oh well that's not okay, yeah, not the best. Yeah, so now <laughs> not out of factions. This
1: this this great upgrade is gonna be costing you four influence yeah. a pop. Yeah. Which is gonna change a lot of things. Yeah. It
0: probably means it just like people will not almost never splash it. Because, like, HB, okay, they could use this, but they've also got Biotic Labor. Yep. So they'll probably just go with Biotic Labor. Which, if you note, know, is actually not on this list. That's right.
1: And, and, and honestly, like, I haven't seen it too much. Yeah. Uh, especially now that we have, like, stuff like... Like why bother biotic laboring when you got a side game or when you got an ash? Like no. it doesn't really matter because my 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 assets are
0: protected for no. a turn. Yeah. So that means that uh, it feels like you know that the, the the corporate decks that got hit by this the most for sure are of course like your Neh super fast advanced setup right that like okay well normally okay so. You're losing three influence points from those Astros. You probably had two Sans City grids, that's two more. And you probably had Eli's, so that's three more. <laughs> so now you're actually gonna have to make some interesting decisions about like, okay, well, do I drop the Sansans for biotic labors? Sure. Do I find other earlier like stopping ice? Cause you like you got wraparound, but as soon as a bear uh, a fracture hits the table, wraparounds trash. Yep. So it's like, okay, well then do they start like putting in quicksand? Right? Maybe? Because, hey, like, be, is that thing going to show up more now? That, cause Or at all? <laughs> Parasite <laughs> will be, like, slightly less prevalent? Yeah. Maybe, right? Like, that's interesting. Um And it feels like that if, especially the big thing for uh NBN setups now is that you are not going to have the influence to have a hybrid, like, murder deck or fast advanced <laughs> deck, <laughs> right? right? Yep. So it's kind of like, okay, either you can go in and be a cool murder deck, but you're not going to be able to have those astro astroscripts. That's, that's and those right. Like, not, or not, your murder plan is going to be less good. That, sure. Um, or, you know, you can go for the... You can still obviously, like, NEH has got 17 freaking influence. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, you're just playing NEH with a normal amount of influence now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I do like that, like, when you start seeing an astroscript, you're like, okay, cool. I am going to go straight tag me and just put pressure on and just get accesses and yeah. get it.
0: Yeah, I mean, because if you look at the list, right, like... Your Every single one of those cards probably shows up in your typical, like, NEH, yep. super fast advanced blitz deck, right? For like, sure. every single one of them, <laughs> yep. maybe three copies of every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, which, again, is fine. Like, if you want to do that, it's still legit, you'll just have to make some more interesting decisions with your deck building.
1: It it frees up deck slots. Exactly, it frees up deck slots. Like, exactly. right? It's, just, it just it's, deck slots. it's like, walls. you want
0: those architects? Okay, well, you can't have Eli, so what are you going to do instead? <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool. Um,
1: it's it's, it's going to be vanilla, that that, that, that spoiled Mumbud card. Oh, man. <laughs> zero. Probably. Zero.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the other interesting thing kind of with this list is, you know, before too long, when the cycle rotation actually happens four of these cards are just gonna disappear completely right like uh prepaid um were prepaid uh e- okay so so I guess three prepaid Eli and NPD since those were in Genesis and spin cycle they're just gonna disappear whenever not disappear but like they won't be tournament legal anyway whenever the set rotation starts right so it'll be interesting to see when that happens, do, is the list then just like V7 cards? Are new things going to yeah, show up on there? Is, there? is there only ever going to be 11 uh, most wanted list cards yeah, it's in like, circulation at a time? Yeah, it's like how, how it's like okay well if this kind of like tampers down a bit on like your NEH fast advanced decks and your prepaid case it's like six months from now do they tweak this list slightly? Right. I mean maybe? True. That could be interesting right? Like just the fact that these are kind of like most wanted now doesn't strictly mean these are going to be most wanted forever? Right. Um, Like, it could be just kind of like, oh, this is like, you know, this quarter, half years, whatever. It's like, these are just kind of like your tournament deck building and an additional set of like tournament deck building constraints. Yeah. In addition to the new cards that are going to be showing up. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting, maybe. Sure. Um, It'll be interesting to see kind of what happens with this stuff going forward, right? Right,
1: right. My only only concern I saw when I saw this was... um, uh, getting people get, getting new people involved in the game is already like it's it's a wonderful experience but it's a little bit challenging because there is all these dots on the card yeah. and all this thing
0: and this confuses that a step further yeah i mean but it, it yes it certainly does but it also really only applies to tournament play yep so the fact that like once someone is kind of in for like crazy tournament stuff it's like well you know, you're right. It's just it's just one more step. It's just one more step. Like once you're in that deep, like <laughs> having to go in another couple inches, eh, you're probably fine. Because like enough. you know, if you, again, this is only for like official FFG sanctioned events, right? Like if you're running some beginners tournament where you're like, oh, corset and one expansion only, like you obviously do not have to abide by these constraints, and I don't think you should because it doesn't really serve any. Buddy really just kind of makes things more complicated. Sure. Like, this stuff is definitely meant to address, like, trends seen in, in like, the big, the big high tournaments. level tournaments. That's that. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, it's the kind of thing where it's like, if you're introducing someone to this game, you don't need to mention this list for months, if ever. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, it's like, it kind of doesn't matter. Um, cool. Yeah. So, but it'll definitely be interesting to see, well, one, just how people react and, like, what the decks shake out. After this, mm-hmm. and then just kind of where things evolve from there. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a... It'll be cool. It'll be
1: a good change. I'm yeah. I'm 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 excited to see some craziness come out of tournaments and it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I can't wait to take this crazy New Year napd influenced journey. <laughs> it's going to it's, it's going to be good.
0: Yeah. I mean and the other, the other thing to note is that these changes don't come into effect until the beginning of February. Okay. So if some people had some like tournaments lined up for January, we'll just do do it old school. Just do yeah. it old
1: school. Just do it old school. You know, NA, pff, NBN pff, Accelerate through yep. through yeah. victory while you still Get, can. Yeah,
0: ride your after train now because uh, the uh, the ticket price is going ticket up. price is going up going up very soon. Cool. Um, but even though it's a new year, mm-hmm. uh, and these changes are already quite quite surprising. Yes, for for this new uh, annual life we are living. Um, we also, you know, the thing that you do right when it's a new year. You is so you many? sign
1: up for a gym and then you never go.
0: Correct. Yeah. So we're going to be doing that. Um, we're going to start <laughs> casting from inside of a gym. Jesse's going to be picking up some heavy stuff and I'm going to be running in place. I'm just going to be doing kettlebells. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to last, I think, four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably better than I can do. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, what well, we are, you, you know, you make New Year's resolutions. That's correct. Right? Like some stuff that you kind of want to do differently. And we thought, well, how remiss would it be if we didn't also make some runner runner or corp some net runner new Year's resolutions
1: yeah i think that sounds i think that's a great idea yeah
0: so why don't you start us off Um, what's your what's your first resolution my first resolution i
1: think is to get more people involved in the game and i want to i want to teach i want to teach and show and introduce at least let's say a dozen people that's like once a month
0: that, yeah, that—that's you know, when, when you think of it that way. That's actually not that bad. Yeah, that's not that bad. That's not—it's not like a
1: dozen people all in one day, or maybe I mean, maybe like December twenty-eighth. I get twelve people in a room and start yelling at them. <laughs> We're yeah. gonna play Netrunner now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pay attention.
1: Yeah, so I think my first first. Jesse, uh, uh, you said there would be cake. There'll I mean, be cake later. It was a metaphor, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, so I I think I'm gonna just just kind of get the game into more people's hands. That's I, good. Yeah, so I'm so. During the during the next, because I'm pretty sure we'll be casting over the next year. Oh yes. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll 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 name drop some of the people that I've I've, I've played the game with and Ooh. talk about some experiences. I think that'll be a good little. It's a good light
0: one that I think I can definitely. Yeah, build. I think it's awesome. Um, I have a very related resolution. Great. Uh, maybe we can we we can synergize these together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and our buddy Keith has actually talked about this a lot too. So I'll also probably outsource some of the work to him. But <laughs> running a tournament event tournament-esque event here in town for beginners. Like straight up beginners. A pure straight up beginner like, event. R-
1: like where you will just be like a judge or...
0: Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, exactly. Where it's the kind of thing where it's like, if you've never played in an organized Netrunner tournament-y type event before show up like there's not going to be any oh you came in first so you get the most stuff it's like everybody shows up has a good time everybody's going to get some prizes it'll just be like a very chill play with a bunch of people you don't know in a slightly structured environment but it's like totally fun totally enjoyable no stress or anything like that have it be a very good time and then hopefully use that as like the uh, the the carrot to pull some more people into actually playing in like. the in the in the real tournaments, not the real tournaments, but like the, the 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 normal FFG sanctioned tournaments. Yeah, scene. I, I, like, think that's a good idea. Using that to get some more fresh faces into the normal tournaments I think would be super cool.
1: Maybe I'll get a, uh, Gord's Wife Caitlin to do some makeup work on my face and I'll sneak in as a new player. And just crush. <laughs> just wreck <laughs> house. Like, yes! Yes! <laughs> Shark all these people. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Um, and uh, for those who don't know, Nels actually throws a lot of tur- tournaments. Uh, we, we we did lose our our...
0: Subies, we lost Subies, of course. I know, which was our venue is gone. Our, our venue is gone, so we're still we And then we out. got crazy busy with worlds and our stupid video games, our, our damn video games. Yeah, uh, so. But yeah,
1: when when we do, and I think that sounds like a great idea. That, yeah. That that'd be a lot of fun. I I'd, I'd, I'd love to go volunteer. Maybe I'm maybe surprises can be just some some artwork I've done in no! a frame. So there's no monetary value at all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But that's, there's spiritual value, and that's way more important. That's true, that's true. I
1: have I have another one, and speaking of art, I'm going to actually start tackling uh uh a lot like all the the, the the IDs. I had a lot of fun doing the IDs for our friend's uh Charity Tournament. Charity tournament. Yeah. And that was really fun, and I really liked I really liked approaching their 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 their, their crazy, much more polished, much more digestible style with mine. And but I think- way less colorful. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> I know how to. I know how to dial the, the 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 saturation up a little. I guess. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I'd like to just uh start tackling more art side on the netrunner thing. Um, oh, I think it's awesome. I do draw a lot, and uh, I think uh I think that'd be just a lot a lot of fun. I'll, I may, maybe I'll just see how far I can get. Maybe first I'll just only tackle yeah more Anarch. Jesse alts. More Jesse alts. I think is another thing I want to be doing. Yeah, because because I, I I do love this community a lot, and I don't feel I would really
0: help it out that much. Like. <laughs> I'd like to just do a little bit more. Let's, let's not sell yourself short. Sure. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, my second resolution, mm-hmm. and this one is definitely this is primarily just fodder for the cast, but that's fine. <laughs> so as a Christmas <laughs> present, I received, uh, and this is what we talked about, um, not the last episode, but the one before that, with Katrina's Un- unexpected and, gatefold. Yes, you know, unexpected gatefold. Uh, we talked about the Worlds of Android book. Mm. So I received that fine tome mm. as a Christmas present. Uh, it is gigantic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so is it to read it? <laughs> yes,
0: sort of, sort of. That's part of it. Um, I mean, like, because normally, I mean, I'm so strapped for time sure. right now for a million different reasons. So it's the kind of thing where it's like, I'd probably skim it and check some of it out and like maybe slowly digest it over the course of a long time. But no, no, my resolution is to sit down, chomp it, Chomp it all in a relatively short amount of time and then use that as fodder for t- for an episode or two or something about talking about, like, all the surprising new things we learned from the Worlds of Android book. Oh, that's great. That in case someone doesn't have it or just as, you know, a, a-, a forum to talk about, like, all these new things we've discovered in this book that I think that would be a, a good goal and would-, would lead to some interesting things to talk about.
1: Yeah, our dollar's doing so poorly, I, uh didn't (laughs) and shipping and all that I didn't get a copy yeah so maybe you can summarize some of it for me
0: yeah, I can lend you my copy when I'm sure. done with it. Okay,
1: well, yeah, one, one, once you crush this 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 this, this
0: tome, yes. I'll will uh... And it is a tome. I can't... <laughs> no question. It looks like a textbook. <laughs> but a cool textbook. Very cool. Yeah. yeah I like that. I like that. Well, yeah. I think I think I think there's room for one more resolution between us though. Maybe a big one. A b- yeah, a big one. Yeah. I think a big one. So one thing and I, I we we talked about this a little bit with Chris and Edie uh on the last cast um was that I I've I've realized that I'm pretty flighty when it comes to deck building. Sure. Like, I'll put together a deck, you know, play it maybe like four to six times and be like, okay, I that kind of did what I thought it would and then just stop and move on to something else. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, I definitely do not, I mean, like, maybe a bit, like, it's, it's true that I've probably played more Jinteki than any other faction, but even in there, there's never been a point where I sat down like, all right, I'm really gonna, you know, grind hard on making the Tenant Institute be really awesome, sure. right? It's the kind of thing where it's like, at the most, you know, I would take a deck to, like, one store tournament, and then by the next one I'd have something completely different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, so my resolution and your resolution yeah. is to stick with one set of IDs for a longer period of time and really work on them.
1: Yeah. Like 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 experiment with like the ID is is, is, is your is your setup is your that's starting the foundation point, is the foundation. And then we're gonna be experimenting and, and try new things with that set ID.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then see, you know, like occasionally check in with some updates about like, oh, that's I've discovered this really interesting interaction or this thing that I thought would be great with this ID was not. Yeah. And obviously we'll be able to like pull in the new stuff that's coming in in Mumbai, which will be really cool. Yep. But usually like what happens is like a new data pack comes out and it's like, "Oh man, that one card would be super cool with Geist or whatever." <laughs> so then right. just throw everything else away. Yep. Build this new Geist deck, work on it for like a few weeks, I'd be like, okay, well, I guess I'm done with that play, now. Yeah,
1: play it on, play it online or something. Maybe two games, two yeah. and a half games, and then just throw it away. So yeah. I think, I think the ID selection can't be in our hands. No, because we're obviously giant flakes.
0: Correct. We 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 just pick the things we already love and then lose it. So <laughs> so of course, as as everybody like, if anyone knows anything about like setting goals, especially New Year's resolutions, the best way to make sure you actually accomplish them is to externalize it and yes. make yourself accountable. <laughs> yeah, yes. So we're I'm gonna... already shaking. Correct. But... <laughs> <laughs> so what Jesse and I are going to do, we're going to put up uh, a survey. It'll be linked in the show notes, hmm. and then everyone can just submit one vote uh, how do you want to do it? Do you want to have two separate poles for each of us or just combined into one? I'm not too
1: sure. Like, I like maybe people know us a little bit enough to be like, okay, this will throw a wrench in Jesse's gears if I make yeah. him throw this deck. Which is which is cool. Which yeah, yeah, okay. Is what, which is what I kind of want to do.
0: Yeah. Um... Okay, so that's what we'll do. There will be uh, everyone will get four votes. Well, I'm just gonna put this up on a nice like Google form or sure. something. Yeah, four be- votes. One for Jesse's assigned runner, one for Jesse's corp, one for my runner, and one for my corp. And then we'll give it like say maybe a week. Sure. A week for voting. Yeah. So anybody can just submit their votes, and then at the end we will reveal yep. <laughs> what our what our tasks are going to be. And,
1: and and I think it should be something like let's at least. Uh, try to get a couple games in a week or, like, a game... Yeah. A, yeah, like... like that. Yeah, I
0: mean, like, and obviously mucking around on gintechy.net or Octagon or whatever. Totally legit. Sure. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we will be accountable. We'll, we'll keep coming back. We'll have, like, probably a little maybe segment at the end of Ooh, future like episodes and be like, how are you... De- a a ruin. Like, a horrible ruin. Yeah. I am terrible. <laughs> be like,
1: um, I'm, I used to like our listeners quite a bit. Yeah. And,
0: and, now I've changed and, my mind. Until
1: they made me use Grendel or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think... Whatever, whatever. I mean, we we do reserve the right to perhaps uh, veto a top choice. If for some weird reason everyone's like, do Um, NEH. Obviously, I know our listeners want us to have far more unusual (laughs) uh, challenges than that. Right. But in case the top thing that's voted is like just something we don't think is going to be interesting. HP Core, maybe? yeah, Yeah, we may like drop down just to the second place choice. But otherwise, whatever we get. Yep, we're gonna be on that for like at least a couple months. Yeah, I,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this. Yeah,
0: I'm having just <laughs> one be, singular gonna... <laughs> thing to focus on on each side. I think is gonna be really interesting, I, I, even I, though it's probably also gonna be a flaming disaster. I, I'm waiting for, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm waiting for
1: exile out of Nels or something. Oh
0: get, crap! Uh, no, but now the clone ships, the clone ships, <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: it's a good thing we're keeping exile down i gotta say oh man (laughs) yeah i'm actually really excited about this and it'd be great and if uh like like hopefully a couple people sign up on that and give us some votes that'd be really really yeah yeah
0: it'll be linked in the show notes i haven't put it up yet so i don't know what the urls but just check the show notes and obviously we'll post it on our twitter feed and all that stuff too so people can cast their ballots for uh for what for how our how how exactly our new years will be that's (laughs) right that's starting and cool um I think it's about it. Yeah, I think so. Um, as always, if you have any thoughts, feedback, questions for us, um, you can just hit us up on Twitter at Term7 yep. or email us at Terminal7 at idlethumbs.net. Um, if you have any, you know, we, as I said, we will continue to post and discuss our updates for these partic- for this weird deck assignment that we've got. But if, if there's anything particular people would like to hear about how we're approaching it, like maybe we should have some sort of way to like share our rolling deck lists or something. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, Update.
1: Yeah. V1, V2 kind of thing. Yeah. If folks have
0: any ideas about that. Feel free to email us or message us about that as well. Um, and thank you very much to our buddy, Mr. Gordon McClattery yep. from a shell in the pit audio for once again, helping us engineer this, Lovely sounding podcast. Yeah. Improving the, our tones to be dulcet instead of just their normal grating selves. <laughs> <laughs> um, and thank you very much to Mr. Ed Harrison for letting us use his track, Tin Soldiers from the Neo Tokyo OST. If for some reason you don't have that yet what? after 40 whatever it is episodes <laughs> and you want some sick new beats to this, bring in the new your, new... <laughs> your 2016, you want to go to Ed Harrison dot band dot com for sure for sure alright is that me? Or did Gord leave his phone in here? Let's check. Was that you?
1: It's not me. Yes, Gord. Is this you? No. Okay. Eh. Should I just write
0: down? Yeah, you just mute it. Okay, how I mute? let Is it Android? Yeah, I
1: should know this. Shit. I'm not looking through shit <laughs> back. Okay,
0: um. The deal is on bring two hundred thousand dollars to <laughs> shit, shit, shit! <laughs> Wait, this is a snuff film. <laughs>